It's the True Achievement Podcast, birthday edition. It's, or is it our anniversary edition? I'm not really sure. I guess birthday. It's um, officially episode 40, but I did some math uh, <laughs> yesterday and worked out that we've done 10 specials. So actually, we're 50 today. Hooray! Happy birthday to us. About the last 25 has taken like half the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> less than half the time. Um, but that's good. We're regular and we're, we're building our audience because you actually know when we're going to be out there, which is fantastic. As it's our 50th show, we thought we'd do something special. We've got a, uh, we've got a fantastic interview lined up for slightly later on in the podcast. So uh, hang around and you should hear some very cool things about a game that's launching in one or two weeks' time. Two weeks' time. So let's move straight into what we've been playing because um, I haven't played much this week after the last week's madness. Um, but Dave, you've managed to play quite a few things this week. What have you been up to? Okay, I uh, finished off Deus Ex. I won't go too much into it because we spoke about it a couple of times, but really impressed with it. Um, the review's up. Yeah, go and read that. It's, it's, it's one of them where I finished the game and I actually felt, as I got into like the last few hours, I, I actually truly grasped and oh. became comfortable with you know what each of the things do. And it's probably one of the only games where I finished the game and then started, straight, started it again straight away. Ooh! So wow! Because there's a new game plus, so you get to keep you know your abilities in your next game. Oh, nice! So I just so what, what does it make it harder? Or, or no, you can choose any difficulty. Okay. There's there is a, once you finish the game, there's, there's a, a final difficulty unlocks like the hardest difficulty. I've not attempted that mode yet because that one, if you die, it's like a permadeath. Permadeath. Oh. Game's over. It deletes your auto saves and everything that you've got. And you, really? Yeah. Wow. So it deletes any saves uh, you make. Re- so, reformats your Xbox. Yeah. So literally, you can't do it. You, the only way you can avoid it is if you quit out and you know quit the dashboard and end the yeah. game what, just before, before the blimey. sort of like scene happens. Is there an achievement for that? Yes, there is. Not for quitting out for for completing the game on. Yeah, there is. Permanent. Wow. What's the ratio on that? I bet it's uber high it's not that bad there's a few quite a few people have finished it because they say as soon as you make a save and then if you actually get into any kind of confrontation just quit and start right from okay. the last save it's no way to play a game though is it no it's, it's not really my style but the, the stealth element in it is so good yeah. and once you've got these powers on like you're like going invisible and you but they've balanced it really well because you've got these powers but you're on like a battery and that okay. battery drains. So you can't overuse them. Yeah, so you can't just run around invisible the whole game. You've got to no. use it in the right situation. Straight to the ladies' toilets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but it's really good, really impressive. It can't really praise it enough. Like, if you enjoy single-player games, then it's yeah. got, like, a bit of everything. I have to admit, this wasn't really... I played a bit of the first one. In fact, probably quite a bit of the first one. And then... Um, I wasn't bothered about this, but the more you've been talking about it, and then when I actually read your review, I actually think I need to get in there, which is annoying because I've already got a million other games that I need to get. They really, you can play it however you want. It's like if you play as a shooter, I don't think it'd be as fun as you know mm-hmm. trying okay. to do the stealth. But yeah, well, they built the game around those mechanics, so it needs obviously. I suggest more. you give it a try. Okay. Um, once I finished that, I jumped in the Battlefield One beat, so I didn't get a great deal of time because it's finished now, hasn't it? So yeah. Managed to get a did couple you, of games what did you in. Think? You played it at Gamescom, same as. Um, yeah, I just I just played that other mo- like these conquest and rush in there. I think uh, we played rush. I think at Gamescom. Mm-hmm. So I just jumped person. in conquest, which is pretty much similar to how it's been on 
<laughs> on the other games. It's so weird though hearing apples and. <laughs> oh, did you hear that? I must have yeah. the sound right off. I don't remember hearing that. Really weird. Um, how was your? What class were you playing? I just did a bit of everything. The I like you at Gamescom. I switched pretty quickly to the scout one with the sniper rifle. Right. Okay. So I tried that again, but I messed around with the quite a few of them. I, I think I had only had two matches before I couldn't, and then it's finished when I went back to it. So, but yeah, I'm excited oh. for that one. Looks good, feels good. Was it a day one for you? Um, I'm torn because I didn't play the Titanfall technical test or whatever it was called because mm-hmm. yes. we were at Gamescom, weren't we? When it happened, we were. Well, there was two actually. We were sort of half back for the last one, but I think by then we were all just. And that comes, <laughs> just that comes out a week after Battlefield down. One, and with a big okay. multiplayer game, I haven't got the time to sync and no. play both. Well, have both. you read that we've got a great first impressions piece on the Titanfall um, tech test yeah. on the site? It's generated a load of um, people agreeing with it, uh, the odd dissenting voice, but generally, um, Yuri's he's covered what he thinks was was wrong and what they changed that he didn't want them to change and how they can fix it. So that's a great read and. Um, a lot of people seem to agree with him that w- there's quite a few people on there that saying they had pre-ordered it and they've actually contacted Microsoft to cancel that based on the demo. Wow. Uh, sorry, not the demo, the tech test. Uh, so yeah, I would I would read that before making any purchasing decisions. But yeah, it'd be one of them. It'll either be Titanfall or Battlefield One. Probably Battlefield One because just because it's got the single player element. Although I'm saying that Titanfall's yeah. got a single Titanfall player. Titanfall has done, Yeah, that's true. And we don't know anything about that really yet. Yeah, um, so the two of you. Um, a big Minecraft players. There was a new title update that <laughs> oh, came. I didn't go that far. <laughs> 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 Every time we do a podcast, we think we Minecraft achievements. Big Minecraft uh, players' achievements have gone live for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. So there was a new title update that came out. Um, you both played it. What is it about and what what, what was it like? So it's the um, battle update. It had mini-games to it. So two different mini-games added. Uh, one is player versus player. And it basically starts in a match. Uh, you can't break any blocks in it, and there are chests hidden around the map. And you've got to go and raid the chests, get like, food and weapons and stuff, and just kill the other people. Last person standing wins. So it's kind of Hunger Games-esque. You know, yeah. Okay. That sounds quite interesting. That's yeah, it's not quite really good. how we played it, though. Together. <laughs> no. <laughs> we uh, both got into a game and then boosted. <laughs> so. Right. But uh. it, it's crazy. It's like 1500 TA for, I think it took 25 minutes for me, or 35 uh, minutes. It's oh, I'll have to get myself some Minecraft. I really know nothing about it. I mean, I've, seen, I've watched videos and I've had a little, I had a tiny go somewhere or other, but it didn't, none of it really appealed to me. But obviously, loads of people absolutely love it. I used to play a lot in the PC back in the day, and. Uh, it's the consoles just always felt too vanilla when you came across it. It's nice in that aspect, but for the PC, you've got like modifications that add tons mm. of stuff to it. You can basically do anything you want in it. So this was an Xbox. Yeah, this was update. an Xbox update. Okay. Cool. And then we all of a sudden this morning saw um, a brand new list appear, Jack. So it's the NBA 2K17, the Prelude which is a demo for the full game. So you kind of play the prelude and you can earn experience and stuff, and I believe that carries over. Yes. But not only does it carry over, it's only got blooming achievements. Yeah, it's got 1,000 gamer score, 10 achievements. For free? Yeah. Incredible. Um, so, Dave, you managed to download this today. It's literally just hit. 
Yeah, I've just had a quick. It's still installing now, but it's one of them games where it lets you, you play a little it. bit of it as it's installing. <laughs> so I've just done the tutorial. I think I got a hundred G achievement for <laughs> completing the tutorial. Right, um, it's kind such of game. a good idea though, like because it, it's an element that's already in the game. Because I think it's like the my career. I don't know what it's called. It's, yeah. it's like building a pro in FIFA type thing. But it's such a good idea because it's an element that's already in the game. Give it away for free. Let them have a couple. Yeah. I don't know how long it's going to take to play through, but get a few hours of a taster of it, and then might draw in some more players. I think it's such a good idea. Yeah. Do you agree with the thousand Gs though? Absolutely. Who <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 wouldn't? <laughs> well, Jack, Jack was quite cross when he came in this morning. Was I can't it? believe this game's got out of a thousand games. <laughs> well, no, no, I wasn't. I wasn't that cross. It's, I, I think the way Dave's voice kind of perfect plan because well, I'd never go and buy an NBA game but if I play this and I do enjoy it there's more potential for me to go and buy it in fact this is this is shades of Fast and the Furious doesn't it yeah very similar yeah mm, okay cool okay Jack uh, so you've been playing the Minecraft thing have you managed to play anything else yeah so I've been on a little bit of a Windows 10 binge um, I've started the Halo Forge install but it's 35 gigs on my peasant internet connection. <laughs> it's still, still downloaded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. So I'm going to play that probably I it on Monday. In a month. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I've also been playing Forza Apex. So that Ooh. actually came out of beta a couple of days ago. It's a little bit on the sly. Um, they did announce it, but it was kind of out of beta for a couple of days and they have added wheel support for it as well. Yes, that was a big announcement, wasn't but it? It's basically my perfect Forza game because it's just like Forza but it's about a tenth of the length to finish it. So. Sounds like my perfect Forza game too. <laughs> we'll have to get it set up in the office with the wheel and the and the pedals I think because yeah. um, I think that could be a it's, bit of It's great though, the um, support for it's really good as well. Uh, you can run it on an i3 with I think 2 gigs of RAM or something so pretty much a toaster. Um, and I'd recommend playing it's free to play as well. 1000 gamer score. Lots Good of free gamer score appearing recently. And it's uh, all offline as well. So. Well, at least I haven't seen an online aspect to it, and there aren't any online achievements. Bar the um, sharing a photo. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, which anyone could do. Great. Okay. Um, regular listeners will remember I was playing a top-down racer called Obliteracers last week. Mm -hmm. It was getting tough, but um, I managed to complete the career mode, which is uh, 32 different races across different difficulties, different amount of races. Some of those last races were proper difficult, um, but really enjoyable game. I've put about seven hours into it now. I've got four achievements left. I've actually attempted two of them and, and not managed to get either of them yet. Um, and they're all quite tricky. So I will hopefully get some time to try and finish the rest of the game off. As well as that, I mean, my daughter's now at the stage where she comes into the living room and sees me playing a game and she wants to grab the controller and have a go of stuff, even though she has <laughs> no coordination at all. Um, so it was a case of trying to find something that she could play without getting too frustrated. So I set up a little obliteracers, just a track, uh, one against one. It was the, <laughs> the lowest number of cars I could make it and um, showed her how to sort of pull the trigger and steer, but she just basically just drove off the side of the track every time and just burst, burst out laughing, which is fine. You play how you want to play it. Um, and so I also set up Bike Mayhem because that's just that's like a side-scrolling um, 
bicycle game, as you would as you would guess. Uh, but it means you could just like press the trigger and watch the bike go down. It's like really good physics, so she was quite enjoying that, especially when he when he came off. Um, but then I saw on my ready to install. She said, "What else can we play?" I was like, "Look at my ready," and there's like Doom. She's three, so it's like hmm, probably not. And then I saw I had a Dance Central Spotlight, which I think came out for free a while ago. It might even still be free. I don't know. Um, and she loves dancing, so I was like, "Oh, this is perfect." So I installed that, and um, it comes with, it only comes with about eight tracks. That's why I think it's free. Most of the content is, is paid. Um, but she <laughs> had a couple of goes of various different songs, and um, yeah, she really enjoyed it. She she's tried copying the person, but actually, because there's a little mini screen in the corner which shows you. Most of the time, she spent just jumping up and down and <laughs> waving her arms around to try and do that. But it also made me think, actually, while I was watching it, because I was trying to show her what to do, Dance Central games are really good. And, um, as long as you've got your curtains closed, <laughs> if you live on a busy street like I do, um, it's, not, it's not too bad. So I'm going to try and sneak some. My, my wife's away this weekend, so when Daisy goes to bed tomorrow night, I might stick a little bit of Dance Central on. Just make sure you've had a um, few beers beforehand. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to be good. So. Um, Letting your kids play it on your Xbox so is like a downward spiral. Oh. Jimbo, when we were at Gamescom and you just, it suddenly appeared that I'd played Skate 3. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Got one yeah, achievement. I was a bit Skate worried 3. about that. I thought your Xbox had been hacked. <laughs> was that a game that hadn't even been started yet? Yeah, not touched it. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. Okay, that's it for what we've been playing. Let's move on to site news. So the big news of the week, which was announced... Um, yesterday, the ultimate head-to-head two contest. So this was the hugely popular um, head-to-head contest we launched in March, I think this year, maybe even earlier than that. Maybe it was February, where basically you are paired up with someone that has a very similar list of locked achievements to you in the same games you have, and then a random list of twenty achievements is generated for the pair of you, and. You have a week to try and earn as many of those achievements as you can. The winner is the person that earns the most achievements in the week from that list. Uh, It was massively popular. We spoke about it loads. It gives people a chance to play stuff that they completely forgotten they even owned, in my case, a lot of the things. But not only that, because of the nature of the pairing system, it pairs you with someone that's pretty much got your not only your exact taste in games, but also gives up at the same point you do, which is quite funny. So I ended up being... Everyone I'm paired up with last time is now a friend of mine on TA... Um, it really enjoyable little matchups. It's, it's a good challenge. The achievement list is spread, so you get a few easy ones, a few medium ones, a couple of hard ones too. We've made a big modification this year because um, the the only real criticism of the last the last tournament was that um, people got knocked out in week one and they wanted to play more. So we've modified the first few rounds this time. No one's going to be eliminated in the first three periods. It's turned into a group stage mm-hmm. and you will get a point for every achievement you unlock um, on each of your three lists. And for any of the um, individual contests you win across those three weeks, you'll get a bonus 10 points. So there's a maximum of 90 points up for grabs for each person in the group stage. And then after the three weeks, we will take the top 512 people um, based on those points and they will go into the regular knockout from that point on, uh, which I think gives everybody what they want. It means people get to play for at least three weeks. If there's a week they're away, they're not going to automatically get eliminated. Um, if they're not like massively into trying to get all 20 achievements, then it gives them a chance to get a few each week. So I think it's going to be really good. We announced it, what, about 16, 17 hours ago. Um, we've, we're up to almost a 1,000 registrations already. Uh, the registration requirements have changed slightly. You now need 
two and a half thousand locked achievements across Xbox One and Xbox 360. Um, and those games, those achievements need to be across 50 games, um, and those games need to have at least a thousand gamers playing them. So, or having played them. Uh, this just to make sure we can match people up as best we can, because it's a bit rubbish if you end up being paired with someone who's not got many of the games that you've got. Um, the list end up a bit rubbish. So that's the reason for the changes. Most people are more than happy with those rule changes. Um, you can, if there, if you don't have enough um, locked achievements, you can add games you own that you haven't started yet in your games collection, um, and then select that in your entry requirements, and it will it will show you how many locked achievements you have and um, there's a page the registration page shows you how many locked achievements you've got and how many games you've got so check it out it's an amazing event we had so much fun last time um i, I highly recommend joining it um excellent and the other thing is we've got a uh, overwatch is coming free this weekend as uh, a free-to-play weekend for overwatch uh, the achievements are turned off um and i think the event starts at 7 p.m tonight on friday for uk people um and we're all going to try and be there for it mm -hmm. so tomorrow night saturday from from 9 p.m uk time to 11 p.m uk time we've set up a massive community play session um on the site so if you want to come and play overwatch if you've never played overwatch we're going to have some of the staff that have completed the game they're going to be on hand to show you the ropes and for other people like me <laughs> who's <laughs> played it for like 10 minutes uh, at an event um we'll just be there to chat and laugh at each other being rubbish uh, Jack would no doubt kill me lots like he did before, <laughs> <laughs> but it should be a good laugh. So if you want to meet up with some TA people who've got questions to ask any of us, um, sign up on the session. We'll put a link to it in the podcast show notes. And yeah, it'll be great to see you there and we'll we'll have a chat about stuff. Finally, Leapfrog is finally over <laughs> <laughs> for what seems like several years of, uh, of Leapfrog contest. We have a winner, Infamous. Uh, reached period 120. I'll be honest, it's gone on longer than I thought we would. We <laughs> yeah, actually changed, we changed the rules this year and we thought we'd make it shorter, but actually we've added 20 days. <laughs> 20 percent longer. That's my fault, really, but um, that was that was my thinking beforehand that this, this rule change would, would actually make the contest shorter, so we'll take that on board. Um, we hope to be bringing you some interviews with the top three in the coming weeks. So if you're interested in how those guys managed to keep keep going with ratios that were approaching 25 plus in the final final few days um check check those out when they arrive but congratulations to um everybody that you know everybody that competed and especially the final five who were really really going for it beyond the 100 days um let's move on to regular news dave what are we up all right so a big one that seemed quite popular this week was um Duke Nukem 3D 20th Anniversary Edition is coming to the Xbox One. So it's sort of like a remastering of the one from 1996. Okay, so this is nothing to do with the version that came out a few years ago. Not, that not was the Bobbins generally one, no. derided. <laughs> terrible, <laughs> no, it's like, terrible version. It's like the versions. really kind of popular, <laughs> okay. the legendary kind of one that came out. Um, coming, Being redone, and then it's also going to have some never-before-seen content included with it as well so Good. i never played that originally so no i've not played that i missed, I missed the excitement a staple uh, part of my childhood <laughs> <laughs> it's coming out on october the 11th so not to oh wait, wow to wait for that very one. soon yeah didn't mess about with that did they no 
Especially considering how long the other one was in development. <laughs> <laughs> that was announced about eight years before it came out. True. Be interesting to see what they do with it because obviously um, Duke Nukem 3D is on the Xbox 360 already. That's yeah. 12 achievements with 200. So I wonder if they'll use those original 12 and then tack a few more on for the additional content. Hmm. Interesting. Well, no doubt we'll pick the list up very soon. We mm-hmm. seem to be getting them earlier and earlier at the moment, so um, we can bring you that information. Okay, another one didn't go down too well, to be honest with people who were commentating. Uh, Mafia 3, obviously not available yet for a couple of weeks, and they've revealed the DLC for it. Um, so there, there are some free DLC items, but they're all weapons and characters and vehicles and, yeah. But then these are three DLC packs have been announced that are coming in the season pass. So... I suppose it depends how you sit on the season pass side of gaming nowadays. Yes, but it's just it's almost the norm, though, isn't it? I don't. I mean, Just Cause Three announced. I'm pretty sure they announced the season pass just before the game came yeah, out. Yeah, it they seems like a regular thing. Me. For season I mean, pass, you, you, I, I don't mind, but with a DLC, especially if it's going to be really close to launch, it's a little bit cheeky. I can see why people. Do well, that it's odd way. to announce it beforehand. I think I would. I would wait until I get. I suppose they want people to pre-order it. Is it available now? Yeah, it's a, for the season pass, yeah. Yeah, so I suppose that's why they have to announce it beforehand, because there's a bundle, isn't there? Yeah, the that's edition. Yeah. So I suppose they have to do that. But I I mean, I, th- I don't mind it for games like Just Cause 3 or, or Mafia, uh, Mafia 3, where you know it's going to be a massive game. Like, the base game's going to be huge. Pretty Well, Just Cause 3 was, and I'm pretty sure Mafia 3 will be too. So I don't, I don't particularly mind that. I know there's going to be enough content in the game to keep me happy for a while. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one that I'm excited for, the new season of The Walking Dead, Telltale yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's going to be called A New Frontier. They uh, talked a little bit about uh, some of the things coming up at uh, PAX West last week. Um, main takeaways is it's kind of set four years after the initial outbreak, you know, from the first season. Mm-hmm. So, interesting to see what happens with Clementine now because she'd turned into a bit of a badass in the, in the second yeah. season is she, is she definitely in it yeah they talked about her yeah okay cool but excited for that one and uh, that's coming out in November they haven't announced platforms for it yet have they no they've just said consoles so but it's one of them where they stick it on mobile so I can't imagine they'll get rid of the 360 yet no but they did it's delay like the Batman engine, one on the 360, though. didn't they? So yeah, it sounds like they're potentially having some engine issues or something. It's a new it? engine, though, isn't it? They're working on a new engine, so I wonder if that's gonna they're gonna have a new one for the 360, or they'll still use the broken old one. Like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a lot of investment. But they're also doing it where they're gonna do a physical release okay. that coincides with the first episode, and then you can download the the future episodes afterwards. So. That's one to look out for. I'll be excited for that one. Um, the PS4 event that happened a couple of days ago, which was yes. hilarious on Twitter, to be honest. <laughs> being on the TA Twitter, there's quite a few sort of Xbox fanboys on there. Yeah. So <laughs> some of the stuff going around was quite amusing. It was quite an underwhelming. I haven't. Underwhelming I didn't see it to be honest. But uh, they they announced the PS4 Pro specs and things. But one of the things they did show was some Mass Effect Andromeda gameplay. So if you're excited for Mass Effect Andromeda, I'll link it in the show notes because there's a a short little bit of gameplay there that'll tide you over, no doubt, for a little bit. When's it coming up? 
November next year, seventh. Oh, it's still this year, is it? Oh my god! Oh no, sorry. No, you're getting more information on the game on November. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it'd been put back to next year. I was going to say yeah. I'm going to have literally zero time at all. Okay, and then a few weeks ago we announced that um, surprisingly the return to Arkham Batman collection was um, was cancelled out of the blue. Yep. Um, but we've had some good news on that front. Yeah, it's coming back again. Uh, the October it will be released. Okay. Eighteenth. Uh, Did they give any reason for why? It- I think they, I think they were just struggling trying to get it as polished as they liked. So they said they're going to take a bit more time, but they didn't give any kind of indication if that was days, weeks, months, years. No. Well, luckily it's only a month or about a month after it was originally supposed to launch, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, and there's there's a trailer on the site that looks quite good. They've got like a comparison. It's it's the PS3 and PS4 version, but it's going to be similar on the one, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, just showing some of the upres. It, it does look quite nice. Okay. Um, another one, probably not so big for us because we're all achievement hunters and most of the achievements are in the single-player portion of the game. Mm-hmm. But Infinite Warfare, they had the multiplayer reveal last Friday. We had like a live stream on the site for it and everything. Uh, they've brought out a few more details. There's some trailers on there. Um, and as well, if you are interested in the multiplayer section, I know uh, Maka, who does all, a ton yep. of the video guides, I think he was actually there. Yes, he was. So yeah. he's got some videos on his YouTube as well that are well worth checking out if the multiplayer actually interests you. Mm-hmm. But it was that, and they also showed the Modern Warfare remastered multiplayer, which is probably the one that I'll spend any time with if I do play the multiplayer. Yeah, me too. Um, cool. Payday 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, collective groan. So it was a bit of a... I can't say it was a bit of a mess when it released. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a bit of a mess when it released. Um I know they've worked on it to make it actually better on the consoles now, but they've announced that they're bringing a ton of free content and some paid DLC for it as well. Now there was a bit of a thing going on. I think the publisher was 505 games. Yeah. And the developer actually purchased it from them because they were adding I, microtransactions yeah, and all kinds of terrible, stuff to it. Terrible business around this. So it looks like they try to tempt people back in again by uh, giving away quite a bit of content. I think there's there's a new version of the game coming out, a retail version containing content. So if anybody actually likes Payday 2, <laughs> <laughs> then yeah, jump in more more content heading your way. So soon. much I accidentally started it twice. That was a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't. I, I might go back to it. See where it's at now. And then last bit. There's been a couple of announcements this week for Titanfall 2. And um, first up, they showed us the six new Titans. So if you remember in three in the first one, there was three Titans, I think. Yep. So there's six in this game, different abilities depending on which Titan you use. A uh, bit of a trailer showing them off. And then yesterday as well, they also announced that the pilots and the Titans will be customizable this time, which doesn't really bother me, but I know some people, some people love wanted that. that in the first game and there wasn't much you could do around it. So there you go. Cool, that's the news. Um, back and Pat, it's been a busy week in the Back and Pat front, Jack. Yeah, quite busy. Um, so we've had three more titles announced a couple of days ago. That was Deathspank, Fongs of Virtue, Gatling Gears, and Bejeweled Free. And okay. yesterday we had five new titles announced. 
and that is Bayonetta, De Blob 2, Arachnoid Live, Of Orcs and Men, which isn't available in all regions. I'll just say that's Arachnoid Live for those people Arcanoid. who just have ah, a pissy fear. Arachnoid Live, sorry. Jack's pronunciation of Arachnoid. <laughs> sorry. Um, I know all about those types um, of games after my brick breaker. Uh, <laughs> uh, Quicks Plus Plus is the last one. Okay. So I've got I've got Bayonetta and Arachnoid. I've or arachnoid. Got Bayonetta, um, but I've finished it already. So. Uh, I didn't enjoy it at all. <laughs> I've got to say. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't really my type of game. Um, cool. So if you've got any of those, um, you can now get PM's notifications when you get any of your old games go back compat. So check them out in your settings if you haven't got them turned on, if you are interested in that stuff. Okay, new achievement lists. We have a load. What are the highlights? Um, so, the first one we've already spoken about briefly, uh, NBA 2K17 The Prelude, 10 achievements for a 1,000 gamer score, I hit this morning, and it's available for free now. Um, Jotun Valhalla Edition, 11 achievements for a 1,000 gamer score. Um, Emily Wants to Play, it's another title, that's 11 achievements for a 1,000 gamer score. That's a horror... Yeah, yeah, that was the one with the horrible clown carousel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the thing that scared me in my own website for about three days. Is that the game? <laughs> that was the most popular. Yeah, that was a horrible picture. Don't ever do that to me again, you Steve. <laughs> I thought we'd been hacked. <laughs> insane, cl- insane clown posse have taken over to a gym. We had um, three new DLC packs for LEGO Dimensions. So these are the physical-only packs you kind of buy the characters and you get um, I think either a code with them or a, yeah, uh, you clip it onto a, code, a stand yeah. or something uh, so we've got the Ghostbusters story pack, the Mission Impossible level pack and the Adventure Time level pack those all have three achievements for 75 gamer score each mm-hmm. um, this really a month for DLC I think, but uh, Destiny yeah. Rise of Iron it's the latest expansion nine achievements for 250 gamer score um, adds a ton of new content. There's a new cinematic campaign, new player versus player stuff, new quests, new armor, new weapons, new gear. Wow. So worth jumping in if you're a bit of a Destiny fan. And that coincides, I think, there's a new complete edition of Destiny that's just launching yeah, so that's around this sort of time. Due to release on the 20th of September. How many times okay. can they release, well, re release Destiny again? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm Probably sure I have the, up their sleeves, they? I bought, They're not going to be happy until everyone's bought it twice. <laughs> this would be like the third time for some people if they buy it. It's crazy. Wow. Um, then next up we had the Walking Dead Michonne. That hit as a stack on Windows 10. Okay. So that's 21 achievements for 1,000 gamer score. I mean, um, you've got your base, which is 7 achievements, and then 2 DLC packs, which I don't think are available yet. They'll be coming okay. out soon, potentially. Dave, you played this, didn't you, on yeah, Xbox One? Yeah, it's um, tied into the TV series rather than okay, the, rather the, than the, yeah, the one that we've been playing. But it's good. If, you like t- if you like the series, it's worth it. Okay. Uh, after that, we had the new Plants vs. Zombies title update. Two. Yep, uh, Plants vs. Zombies 2 Garden Warfare, sorry. That's a full title. And that is a free title update, 12 achievements for 250 gamer score. Trials of Gnomus. Again, it adds a ton of new content, so there are three new game modes. And I think that is now free in the vault on EA Access. Yeah, yeah it's free in the vault, and I think it's free to play anyway, isn't it, this month or something? 
They're doing oh, something until okay. the 30th of August. Wow. I don't know okay. if that's to coincide with a vault or not, but um, yeah, it looks like a lot of fun, so I might actually try that out. Yeah, um, it comes recommended. Loads of people loved it, so check it out. Then next up, another big one, another DLC, Call of Duty Salvation. That's the latest um, expansion that's coming out probably in 30 days or so, because PlayStation has the exclusivity for it. Yes. Um, but the achievements hit super early for some reason. But that's nine new zombie achievements for 165 gamer score, which seems like a really odd amount of gamer score. <laughs> Very strange amount of gamer score. Someone's pressed the wrong button somewhere. <laughs> and then on to some games lists. Uh, we've got Pure Chess, 13 achievements. Crazy game. Gamer score. Awesome Noughts Assemble, <laughs> 36 achievements. Manuel Samuel, 20. I don't know what that is, but I want to play it. The name's drawn <laughs> <me> in already. <laughs> <laughs> Any game that rhymes must play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Star Trek Online, it's 36 achievements. I actually uh, had a bash on this at Gamescom, and I, that is a free to play title as well. It is, yeah. Ooh, so much free game score out there. A heck of a lot of content in it as well. We should do a roundup, Dave. Let's do a roundup article of all the free Xbox One titles. But the Star Trek stuff is a hell of a lot of content, and it's got um, all, I think, the first PC DLC included. Um, the next two are going to be coming as updates in the future. Um, 120 story missions. And it's set out like the episodes, so you kind of play what you've seen on TV, I suppose. Okay. It looks quite good, though. Um, and finally, Dogos. Dogos? 15 achievements. <laughs> Don't, yeah. Dogos, or D-O-G-O-S, any way you want it. Uh, 15 achievements for a thousand Gs again, that's a shoot 'em up And Sweet. it's currently on sale until 13th of September for 7 quid. Okay, seven good. Pounds. get it quick if you like shoot 'em ups Does it look good? I might get that. Uh, <laughs> don't know, pass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's got an achievement called the Unbeatable, so I'm probably not going to play it. <laughs> oh, it's difficult. Okay. Um, Let's have a quick chat about new releases, of which there are a myriad. This is probably the big week um, coming up. So today we've got King Oddball, Stardust Galaxy Warriors, Stellar Climax, Pure Chess, uh, Jotun Valhalla Edition, NBA 2K17 Prelude, and Just Sing. We mentioned many of those earlier. But the big day is next Tuesday, which has two classic collections releasing. Just for starters, so you've got the Bioshock collection, which contains Bioshock, Bioshock 2, and Bioshock Infinite, all of which have been remastered for Xbox One. You also have the Dead Rising collection, which contains Dead Rising, Dead Rising 2, and Dead Rising Off the Record, again remastered for Xbox One. That's your collections. There's a lot of content just in them. On top of that, you have <laughs> <coughs> new games. Recore, probably the most anticipated one of all of those. I watched some um, gameplay footage from Major Nelson this week. It looked interesting. Um looks fun actually and that, that I don't think that's proper full price full price no it's like 30 quid yeah which is a which is a bargain it's, it look, it look, it's quite well, open worldy um, interesting mechanics I think it's play anywhere as well so if you buy a digital copy you should be able to play it on the PC or the Xbox okay yeah. cool um, after um, I've I've actually pre-ordered Pro Evolution Soccer 2017 after our experience with it at Gamescom and that is also out on Tuesday as well as that, I've pre-ordered Pac-Man Championship Edition 2, which is probably my favourite arcade-style title that's come out on the Xbox full stop, the first the first one of those. Um, 
then on top of that, we have NHL 17, which will be huge for NHL fans, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not into uh, hockey, then probably not. Um, then we have a Journey's End DLC. That's for the latest Minecraft story mode DLC. Yeah, the final okay, episode. For Minecraft. And we have a game called The Witness, Witness the Fitness, and also NASCAR Heat Evolution. Wowzers. That's and that's Tuesday. just Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Someone should work out how much that little lot will cost you if you're pre-ordering the lot, but I'd imagine it's a, a few hundred bucks. Um, following that, we have Game of the Year contender, Perfect Woman, <laughs> released <laughs> Wednesday. Uh, I don't want to say anything more about this game. Check it out. <laughs> Check out some that's that's the Kinect game you could get your daughter into. Okay. She, yeah, okay. I'm not sure I want to, having seen it. Is it... Is it a uh, U-rated game? I'm not sure. Oh, no. It looked dubious. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. Are we reviewing that? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> you should know. You give them out. Yeah, um, I'm claiming that one. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, and then next Friday we have Mount and Blade uh, Warband, mm-hmm. which sounds a sort of hacky, slashy RPG style. We've got affair. a review for that underway at the moment. Okay, cool. So, as I say, um, so much content that is just quite ridiculous. Um, and it, it keeps on building from here on in for the rest of the year, probably. Okay, and one quick mention for Tani Masaki's Golf Size game we mentioned in the last couple of weeks. Um, there's still one player playing it with five, five of the ten achievements unlocked. The challenge so I'm not sure whether this is ever going to so unlock. If you're good at golf and exercise, get in there and you could win something. Yeah, you could win something. Cool. Okay, let's wrap this part of the show up and we'll be back with our exclusive interview. Bye. Bye. See you later. And now we're delighted to be joined by Grant Auburn, game designer from Playground Games, the makers of the hugely successful Forza Horizon series. Hi, Grant. How are you today? Hi, Rich. I'm good. Thank you. Honestly, thank you so much for having me. I'm like, uh, you guys are really excited to have me, but uh, <laughs> I've been True Achievement like fanboy. I was I've been on True Achievement for six years, which is a little longer. Than wow, actually. long time. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I'm actually just as excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, well, we're all massive fans of the series, as you already know, and um, we can't find can't wait to find out some more about what went into making Horizon Three. Um, so let's start with a bit about you, Grant. What has been your main role during the making of Forza Horizon Three? Okay, so um, <clears throat> I'm a game designer uh, and. Uh, throughout making the game, that means different things. Towards the start, yeah. it means uh, it's probably the fantasy bit you've seen on TV where you sit around a, a whiteboard throwing out crazy ideas and yeah. as you get nearer to release, it's about um, working with the rest of the team to make sure the features we have in the game are really fun. So the specific features I worked on on Horizon 3, uh, the bigger ones are the Blueprint system, which is a system where you can create your own uh, events and um, championships and blueprints. Uh, okay. I worked on uh, co-op, which is incredible, um, such, such a game changer for the, for the game. Uh, I worked on the bucket list, which are the, the kind of yeah, uh, the challenges that um, everybody tears their hairs out about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all been and, there. Uh, I worked on the achievements as well, which, uh, hooray! <laughs> hooray, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll come on to the achievements oh, and, and some more of the game in a minute. But what first inspired you to get into the games industry? Uh I just love games. I just, uh, I just, I've loved games since I was a little kid. I know that sounds really generic, but um, <laughs> well, no, it's, yeah. we just we we always get questions. How do how do I get into the games industry? Yeah. People ask us all the time. Yeah, um, so we thought we'd pass that question on. Okay, yeah. So I, I mean, I 
I've always loved games, and uh, I kind of uh, I got a degree in computer science, which is more um, a more programming kind of yep. uh, role. And uh, just after university, I just applied to every single um, every single games job that was there, programming, even some arts, production, and design. I kind of always did want to be a designer, but um, multi-talented, Grant. Uh, Many strings well, to your bow. That's unproven. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, and then, then I, I got an interview at a, a then unknown studio called Playground Games. Um, <laughs> did a bit of research, found out it was made of people who previously worked in Codemasters, loved the Codemasters games. Got an interview, got the job, and... Uh, the rest is history. Yeah, the rest is history, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you've been there for five years now. You recently posted... A Twitter picture of you, you got a little plaque award thing, which I thought was really cool and actually yeah. has inspired me to do the same here. If we, anyone ever gets to five years, <laughs> apart from me, I just buy myself things. Um, so what would the typical day be for you when you, when you go to work? So it kind of, it will change, it will change uh, depending on how far through the game we are. Um, earlier sure. on, it's all about brainstorming and coming up with, with brand new ideas and think about where we want to take the, the series next and what what new things we can do and looking at what people liked and didn't like from previous games. Um, but then now, um, you know, as, as we approach release, it's, it's about sitting down, playing the game, figuring out what's fun, what's less fun than it could be, and the kind of tweaks and balancing changes you could make to make the game as fun as it possibly can be. So it's nice and varied. It is, uh, it is so varied. No, no day is ever the same. Always work on different features, always work with different people. Um, playgrounds are just such a great place to work um but yeah it's every every day is i'm living the dream awesome all right so talking about the game itself uh set in australia this time what was the uh thinking behind choosing that as the location um so when, when we started looking at it we knew an important thing for horizon 3 would be um diversity and i think when you look at australia and all the different kinds of, um, not just how it looks, but different driving experiences it packs into one country. You've got like the outback, which is just this huge desert. You've got rolling hills, wine country. You've got a, a gorge we've put into the game. Uh, we've got a, a big sprawling city, which is next to the beach in Surfers Paradise. Um, there's like a rainforest, which provides all that cool, thick vegetation. And you get in there, and it's, it's like, even if it's the middle of the day, actually, it's, it's pretty dark. Um, and then there's, there's, there's beaches as well. So, um, yeah, the, the main thing was the, the pure diversity that we can get into a single game with Australia as a location. And uh, compared to, say, like Horizon 2, what's the map size like? It, it's roughly twice the drivable area. Wow. Wow. So um, I've certainly... I mean, I've been playing the game for, you know, basically... 18 months I guess in some shape or form and uh, uh, I'm still finding things like brand new things I can imagine that a drive or road achievement is going to be take a while <laughs> <laughs> yeah it yes. definitely takes a while this time um, any famous landmarks in Australia that have made it into the game yeah so there's, there's quite a few actually so um, I would class the Outback as a, a landmark <laughs> which is a, amazing <laughs> a big one yeah. yeah it's a big one but it's an amazing thing to, to drive around it's totally different to uh, anything you really had seen in a, a driving game before um, uh, we've got the Twelve Apostles as well which you've probably seen in the E3 demo um, mm-hmm. which are these just it's a beach with these huge stacks of 
of rocks and it's just wicked to drive up and down going in and out of caves and seeing the waves lap up against them um, it's kind of like one of the natural woods of the world and then like I mentioned we've got kind of a surface paradise which is this awesome big city which is right on the beach which it kind of looks like a video game city when you go there but it is a real place <laughs> it does exist like that uh, on earth so yeah alright um, I, I know in the past I've heard Ralph talking at length about the skies in the game in Horizon 2. Yeah. Um, did you do anything special this time around? Um, yes, yeah, so we did we, we did something really special. Um, we built a 12K HDR, like customizable camera rig, and took it out to Australia and just uh, filmed uh, day-night cycles and wow. took all that back into the game. And I guess you guys have seen when you look at the sky, it's so yeah. incredible. But the, the great thing is that actually that doesn't replace what we did in Horizon 2. It builds on top of it. So we still have all of the all of the cool sky simulation that we talked about a lot last time on top of the the awesome um, 12K sky tech. Um, and, and yeah, it's just what it means is, is that obviously the skies look incredible, but it means the way the whole world is is lit uh, yeah. is brilliant. It makes the cars look good. It makes it makes everything look amazing. I think you really noticed that. I noticed that um, at Gamescom. The interesting thing about all the work that goes into that is it's it, it seems odd, but it's far more beneficial for the person that's not playing. It's better for the person that's just watching. Because yeah. obviously, if you're playing the game, you're so focused on the road that the rest of it sort of washes around you a little bit. But I know when I was standing next to watching Jack playing it, it was like, wow, that sky. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's why we... Um, that, that, I mean, that is a great point, and that's why we have a, a few features in the game. So, for example, we have a, a feature called Beauty Spots, which is just a kind of small ambient feature, but you, you drive up to a, a particularly beautiful vista or location in the game, and it will show you, like, a really nice cut scene, and you actually get a little bit of... Um, you kind of get a little bit of a description of that area. It's almost like a traveller's guide to Australia type oh, thing. Nice. So we do try and we do try and uh, uh, kind of get the most out of that system where we can. Yeah, and you've done well actually. But we're coming on to the achievements in a minute. But you've tied, as Dave said earlier, you've got the drive all roads as human. But there's also one about forgetting all the beauty spots. So you are encouraging gamers to really explore the entire uh, map, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, and we were lucky enough at uh, Gamescom to get a hands-on with the game. And there was one really notable moment where it was like one of the showcase events. And as you went over a jump with your car, the person who you were racing was being towed by a helicopter. <laughs> and I think it's said just because it's Horizon, right? <laughs> um, and I remember there was like, it was kind of like a mini kind of cutscene as the two went yeah. past each other and things. Is there any kind of cool moments in other showcase events like that? Well, uh, maybe you'd have to... But obviously, we, you know, that that's a cool piece of tech, and we certainly would have developed it to do for five seconds in one race. So, um, I'm sure if you play through, you'll find other places where the yeah, where you get it. That was that was so sweet. Yeah, you could just see like every, we were watching. We were in the in the queue waiting for it, and you could just see people when they got that the grin appeared <laughs> yeah. on the face. It's really cool. It's also it's one of those things that you. I think it's just like only in horizon like i know yeah it's a bit corny but like yeah, no no, no. It's, it's, cool. it's, it's cool it's kind of the spirit of of, of how how kind of fun and, and funny the game can be yeah i totally agree um let's talk a bit about the social side of the game so driver tiles have obviously been a huge success in both horizon and the motorsport games um has there been any changes to the driver side system in uh, fh3 yeah so we've taken all of the 
refinements from um, FM6, um, and obviously we take we take all drive guitars from the Forza franchise into um, into FH3 from the start. So yeah. you know we're always learning more about how people drive. But the the really exciting thing uh, for me uh, as a designer and as, as a gamer is is the features that we've built around drive guitars this time. So um, this time there there's, there's two new big features for us with driver tasks. Uh, the first is the convoy system. So this allows you to drive around, uh, beep your horn at um, another player. I think it's up to um, four of the driver tasks. And they'll actually, they'll kind of, they'll join you as you drive around the world and they'll follow you around and then they'll challenge you to races or you can challenge them to races. So it's a nice way, I think, in the open world to not just have it so your friends are flying past you occasionally, yeah. so that you're actually taking them on a little adventure around Australia. That's cool. The, the second feature, um, which is just as fun, is the driver tile lineup feature. This one is awesome. Um, so it allows you to hire um, your friends' driver tiles into your festival to kind of boost the popularity of your festival. Um, what the game does, it looks at how many credits your friends have earned, how much XP they've got, and how many fans they've got. And it gives you bonuses based on how well they're doing. So it's really interesting because, um, you know, Rich, I, I might hire you into my lineup. But if, <laughs> if you go on holiday for a week and I don't see any progress and you start to lag behind, then I actually have the ability to fire you. And this is great. Uh, Please don't it, do that. It's great. There was a point in development where I had the Turn 10 leadership team in my lineup, and I was able to fire them <laughs> one by one. <laughs> Which was amazing. Yeah. That's cool. So you must have like loads of confidence in that system. Then, if you're uh, literally allowing everyone to just race along and, and race up with these these driver tires, it, it, I mean, it is really impressive. It does it does really add something to the game. It's taking AI to a whole new level. Yeah, it's it's great. And this time, um, like I said, as as, as they're uh, following ra- following you around, you see they're really able to deal with any of the the rocks or trees that get in their way. Sometimes they even start taking shortcuts that you might think, oh, where's wow. he, he, oh, he going? Really cool. and, then, and, then, and then like he comes out like 300 yards ahead of you on the road. You're like, oh, he, he knows the way. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually had quite a few, probably out of all the messages I get on Xbox Live, <laughs> to be honest, the most are people complaining that they've been, had their gamer score removed and stuff. But <laughs> apart from that, the, sec- the second most is people saying, your driving style's a nightmare. Yeah. It keeps crashing into me. <laughs> like, uh, every single new Forza game that comes out, yeah. I, get a little, I get a little swathe of them. Well, it'd be nice because yeah. this time they'll be able to say that you're helping them, won't they? So. Yeah, ex- exactly. It's about, um, you know, obviously um, my driving style crashing into yours is, is one <laughs> kind of story that can come out of driving tiles. But I think the, both the convoy and lineup feature are about trying to expand the range of kind of little stories I can tell you about what your drive tile did in my world based on how you play. So, yeah, really that sounds cool. awesome. Yeah. Um, have there been any changes to the like social leaderboards inside the game? Yeah, um, yeah, sure. Actually, um, well, for, for such a, a small thing, more than you might think. So, the first thing, again, it's a small thing, but to the, the people who, who care about this, it will matter a lot. In Rivals mode, we've uh, had a hard thing. We, we've looked at how motorsport do rivals, and we actually now include, um, we kind of mark a lap as dirty in, um, in rivals. So, that means if you, if you, crash or wall rise yeah. when you're trying to get the fastest time it will flag your lap as dirty the game will still allow you to take um to take shortcuts and be inventive with your lines but if you rewind again you'll get flagged as dirty uh, it just makes it a bit a bit purer i think and a yeah, little closer yeah. to 
yeah, we, we did two games where we didn't do that, and we just we just have to take on feedback. And the people who are playing that mode really value, you know, the fact that a lap that's at the top is is clean. So that's yeah, like because a small you, change. You can literally sit there rewinding over and over again until you get the perfect line. I mean, that's so. how I get all my top times. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. so uh, yeah, yeah, and um, like I say, that's that's that kind of loophole closed now. And you know, the people at the top are actually the fastest people. The, oh, uh, in terms of leaderboards, the other couple of little bits we had that I really want to mention were um, bucket list challenges. I felt like uh, they were amazing in Horizon 2, and within the studio we found that, you know, how quickly could you do it? And it just made sense to add leaderboards to those. So now right, okay. it's not a case of just ticking it off. Obviously, you can do that. You'll get your fans. But if you're the kind of person that wants to set the best time, it just adds loads of replay value to um to that and then the other thing is uh, with the blueprint system on top of the bucket list challenges if i make my own bucket list and i send oh it you can do guys, that yes yes you can uh, the blueprint system allows you to make your own bucket list challenges you can set a speed trap target you can you can uh, set a route across the entire world and challenge people to wow. do it in a, in a regal the great thing is when when you do that and you send that challenge to me let's say if you did it in a reliant regal with uh, you know a uh, Trotter's um, livery on that's how the car would appear in my game so I do it exactly <laughs> and, and that's another feature which is enhanced because it has leaderboards so you might send it to me and if I think it's really good I might send it on to like five of my friends so sure. you might be like checking the leaderboard for that and you, you see it's just you and I you know duking it out um, for the first day but then you come back a, a week later and the, there could be like 100, 200, 500,000 people that because your challenge kind of went viral Went viral, yeah. yeah. Wow, what a cool idea. I think there's still one bucket list that I haven't done from two, which was like we, a cross-country one. Oh, is oh. it in the Boulder Nemesis? Yeah, I think yeah, it was that one. That's, oh. that's tricky. I think, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's move on to the achievements. Okay. Cool. So the uh, achievement list mentions a couple of new race types in the title. <laughs> and I think you've already spoken a little bit about the convoy, but two of the other ones were the skill songs and PR stunts. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit more about those? Yeah, sure. Um, so, skill songs are a new feature. They're a, a kind of a nice enhancement, um, and they bring together two systems we've had in the game for a long time. So, one being the skill system, where the more stylishly you drive, the more points you get. And the other being the radio system, which is a huge part of Horizon. And um, we just took the opportunity to, to kind of have those interact with each other. And... Um, you know, occasionally what will happen is you'll hear a DJ say, okay, you know, for the duration of this next track, I want to see everybody driving as stylishly as possible. And a timer <laughs> appears on the screen. And uh, if it's a you know really short song, then, um, you know, you might just have two minutes. But if you get lucky and you're on the classical station, for example, you know, you might have a <laughs> seven minute epic. And for the duration of that song, you actually will be getting double skill points. So wow. it's, it's really good because it, it makes you kind of, stop what you were doing and just yeah. you know maybe hoon it up and down the freeway to get near misses and drifts and stuff like that and it just it's a great way to say to the player hey like when for the next five minutes what you just try and do as many skills as you can and, and we'll double everything you earn that sounds really cool um what was the other one you asked about was it, it was pr stunts yeah sure okay so pr stunts um it's the kind of collective name for um uh, speed traps, speed zones, drift zones, and danger signs. So the idea is that the festival has set those up, and um, when the player does them, it generates PR buzz for the festival because you're the you're the boss now, right? You're trying to make the <laughs> festival as as uh, popular as possible. So that's a kind of collective name for that. 
the, the two new ones in there are drift zones, which are wicked because people love drifting in, in our game. And this is like a piece of gameplay where you arrive at it, it might be three or four corners strung together, and you have to kind of you'll get points based on um, the higher speed and angle that you have through those corners. The other is the uh, danger signs, which are kind of, kind of I think it's better to call them uh, kind of stunt jump type things where you... Um, you know, we set up parts of the world where we know there's a huge, ridiculous jump, which is actually not, <laughs> not something that we had in Horizon 2, and um, I think which is a bit of a testament to the, the difference in, in the, the world now. Um, and we've marked those, and the further you can jump, the, um, the, the more popularity you'll gain. And they've got a bit of a, uh, a kind of difficulty thing on them where you can get one, two, or three stars, and um, three stars is actually, you know, you're going to have to go buy specific cars to get three stars in all of the PR stunt. So that's quite a bit of replayability, so kind of getting the cars later on and going back to the original stunt jumps and... Yeah, exactly. What As I've been playing through, what i found is I'll get one or two stars the first time, but then it's only when I get enough money to get a Veyron, say, or a, a really good, uh, like an NSXR um, for the drift zones, that I can begin to start ticking those off and getting three stars and everything. So... Um... One notable omission from this year's achievement list, the previous two Horizon titles had an achievement called All Your Races Are Belong To Us. Mm-hmm. And uh, in this achievement list, we it was obviously quite a long achievement, and I think um, it's a couple of, well, at least 100 hours, wasn't it, in the last one? It was, yeah, it was, a, it was a, a, lot, a lot to do, yeah. Yeah, long, long haul. Um, what was the reason behind deciding to not include something like that this time? With a similar name. When I looked at the achievement list this time, I wanted to I wanted to do something a bit different to what we've done before. Um, but the other thing I wanted to do is with Horizon Two, I think that was that was a good achievement list, and it kind of showed off how much content there was in the game. But the the key thing for me was that um, this time I wanted to make sure achievements were more evenly split across all the different things you could do in the game, and not just races, because I felt like. Um, in Horizon 2, you probably had almost all the achievements, and then there was that one achievement where yeah. you were about 50 hours away from it. And mm-hmm. um, as a you know, as a designer, you want to you want to try and balance it a little more so that you know if, if there is an achievement that's going to take me 70, 80 hours to get, then maybe there are you know achievements I'm going to pick up along the way. So this time, um, the achievement list is more. You still have to do everything, but. Um, that, that everything that you have to do is far more varied. And the great thing as well is that you can do it all in co-op. So I think, um, for me personally, I know if in Horizon 2 I could have done co-op. Um, you know, I yeah, going through those championships would have been uh, even more fun. And mm-hmm. um, this time, because I can, I can just invite you guys into my game and we all, anything we do together, we all take that progress back to our game. I think... For me, that I'm, I'm an achievement hunter kind of person, and I know that when you're kind of mopping up a game in the last 50 hours, you, I either have I either have to be on the headset speaking to somebody or watching, yeah, like have something snapped and watching it or something like that. So I think um, having other people in your session, you're making progress together, is going to be it's going to be amazing. Yeah, no, that sounds really really cool. Um, let's talk about the music. So personally, I know music can play a massive part in making a video game more enjoyable. I think probably first realised this with Wipeout 2097, which just had an absolutely amazing soundtrack and really added something to that game. Yeah, Remember also in uh, GTA Vice City, the first time you get on the motorbike yeah. and then Billie Jean starts playing, it's just like they're epic moments. <laughs> um, 
when I played the demo of Horizon 3 at Gamescom, I literally got tingles down the back of my neck when um, Churches came on straight oh, away. Cool. It was absolutely an amazing moment. My favourite game is back, and they've gone and put my favourite band in there. It was like, wow. wow. <laughs> um, in fact, Horizon 2 was what introduced me to Churches in the first place. Same with me, that. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, um, so Horizon does seem to invest more time than most in developing the soundtrack and tying it into the game. What originally steered that decision and what goes into choosing the music for, for this game? Um, so I think in, in terms of originally making that decision, because Horizon's always been about the Horizon Festival, yep. um, it's, a, it's a mixture of car culture, but also music, right? Um, if you've been to Glastonbury or Reading or Leeds or Download or anything like that, you know, those, those are places which, which have an amazing atmosphere and have an amazing set list. So I think originally, um, I think we did it, um, the idea is, is to make sure that the music is not just a, an afterthought where you're just picking your favourite songs, you know, 18 months into development or whatever. Um, you actually go in and you look at moments in the game and you look at your favourite races and even your favourite cars and you, and you go, what, what song would make this moment complete? Or maybe you hear wow. a song and you say, okay, if I brought that song into Horizon... You know how you know what what would I be doing? What car would I be in? So it's about I think it's about placing as much important on importance on the soundtrack as as any other feature in the game, as opposed to it just being in the background. For me, that extra effort is really noticeable. I think it really does enhance the game. And you've added you've actually added extra um, stations this time as well, haven't you? Yeah, sure. So there's um, the additional ones we've added are um, Block Party, which is a hip hop station. Um, so this is really cool because um, it's not something we've had in Horizon before. Um, and if, if I'm honest, it's not a genre which I was previously, um, you know, really knowledgeable about. But after working on, on the station for, for a long time and listening to basically the entire history of hip-hop. Um, <laughs> you don't know the expert. <laughs> yeah. Like that's a great thing. I, I feel like, I feel like I, I've learned a lot about that style of music. And it's great to take that into the game and then, you know, have other people who who might like a few kind of more popular hip-hop songs, listen to a wider range of it and come out and go, actually, do you know what? I do like hip-hop. Um, so we've got that. And then we've also, um, we've teamed up with a few labels again. So the Hospital Records are back to um, uh, give us drum and bass. And mm-hmm. um, we've got Vagrant, which give us uh, indie and kind of alternative rock. We've got Epitaph, which is, um, for the first time, it's, it's the first time we've had like proper punk and a bit of metal and... Um, yeah, that, that's totally my genre of choice and um, some of it bias but um, yeah it's the first time we've, we've had properly powerful um, and kind of hardcore rock in the game and wow. then we've got um, Future Classic too who um, are an Australian label and uh, their style of music is quite chilled out electronica which just really fits you know yeah. kind of cruising down Circus Paradise um, Boulevard um, <laughs> Yeah, so they've got actually on, the, on, on their label, they've got Flume, for example, who's a, a massive artist, and um, it's you know, incredible to have him in the game. That sounds great. What's your actual favourite song from, from the new game? Uh, my favourite song, uh, it's really tricky. Um, I'm going to pick two, I'm going to cheat, I'm going to pick two. Uh, so um, <laughs> we've got Buster Move on um, oh, Horizon which is just... It's a really popular song, but you forget how, how good that song is until you kind of sit and listen to it. And when you put it into our game and you're just cruising around, it just makes you feel so cool. Um, I think he like rhymes function and luncheon at one point, which is 
possibly the best rhyme in the history of all the <laughs> 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 um, And the other is, um, I'm a bit, I'm a big kind of rock fan. We've we've actually managed to get Blink 182 um, through very good records. So nice. that's just another, you know, huge kind of, you know, David headline. If Horizon was a real festival, that would be a headline band. So let's make it happen. I do like a bit of Blink. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'd say it's hard to choose, but those those two are my favourite. Okay, cool. Is is there any song you really wanted to get in that you couldn't get licensed in time? Um, so I mean, as you go through development, obviously, like that kind of thing happens. Um, but the great thing is, this time we have um, we have groove, and that means no matter kind of what your tastes are, because obviously when we're making the soundtrack, we can cater for most people's tastes but maybe not everyone's um but with groove and OneDrive, um it means that you can build your own playlist for the game so if you've got something very specific in mind that you want to drive around australia to um, you can you can totally do it um and it, i just I, th- I think it's 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 amazing yeah you can i mean when you when you really start thinking about it you've got you know not just music but you've got things like uh movie soundtracks you've got like big orchestral scores mm. you've got even you could just you could listen to like stand-up comedy if, if you want to travel like, <laughs> yeah, it's really could. it's really cool it really enhances the experience and changes it that is a cool feature rich will just have church he's on replay i think um okay so for the last two titles you had some awesome dlc so forza horizon one you had the rally expansion mm-hmm. and forza horizon two you had the storm island expansion mm-hmm. um are there any plans for dlc support for the new title yeah so i think something we've already announced um is that we'll be supporting the, the game with car packs um post-launch and the like the brilliant thing about um Fourth of that I like is a uh, to work on it is that it's kind of got this this kind of evergreen attitude. That we don't just ship a game in a box and and kind of leave it. Like we're kind of constantly adding things to the experience. So um, car packs is something we've already announced. Something we've also talked about is Forzathon, which is um, a great kind of post-launch um, program of kind of special events and car prizes and and giveaways. I think we announced the S14 would be. Um, part of it in October, which is a, a massively requested um, car by the community. Um, so we've got we've got that and you know stuff lined up. Um, I think that's I say kind of stay tuned past that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, right. So obviously being a member of TA, we know you're a, a gamer yourself. Uh, how exciting was it when you initially started working for Playground and got to work on the Forza IP on like your favourite kind of brand of console? Uh, so it was like un- unbelievable uh, <laughs> to be honest I, I mean when, when I actually applied to Playground again like I said earlier Playground wasn't a thing Playground Games was just it was it was a small company I think when, when I had my interview there was about 30 people working there when I started there was only about 40 people working there we had one room we didn't have a proper kitchen it was like um, yeah it, 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 and and to be part of like playgrounds as it's kind of you know gr- grown up and, and got bigger and, and turned into things where, where I can say to people oh I work for playground games and they know what that is and they know the game <laughs> it's amazing uh, I remember in, in my interview when I spoke to Ralph and I signed an NDA and he said okay so 
we work on Forza, and I was like, what? what? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, because you know, when you apply to an unknown company, you think, oh, maybe I'm going to be working on a, you know, a really small game or a, a mobile game or something. But for yeah. me, it's like, I'm like a, com- I'm a console gamer. Um, I, that's where I've done all my gaming. And to, to kind of walk into that actual 50% wow. You know, humble and fifty percent massively guilty. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. What a moment. It's, it's. I think I'd have been dancing around the room. It's yeah. It is. It is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and uh, looking at your games history, you're obviously a better <laughs> racing fan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure I like this cyber stalking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm working on getting my completion ratio up. Okay, I was going to try and get percent before the podcast, but I couldn't quite get there. <laughs> Are there any other sort of like non-Farza or Farza Horizon games that you really enjoy? Yeah, um, so like I like I like gaming of, of all types, but um, yeah, racing in particular. Um, I've always been a big motorsport, uh, Forza Motorsport fan. Um, I think I, um, I think the first one I played was Motorsport Two, um, which was just it kind of really changed how I thought about racing games. If I was if I'm honest, before I started playing Forza, I wasn't wasn't massively into cars, but now I'm the kind of person that can tell you about cars and does right. things about cars. Um, outside of the um, for the franchise, though, I, I always love um, the Toka Race Driver series on PS2. I, yeah. I loved their um, career progression and um, the way you kind of worked at the ranks. Also, um, Being Out of Paradise is uh, just a massive uh, influence. It's yeah. just a really brilliant game, both on and offline, a good sense of fun and you can tell a lot of work has, has gone into making every single moment um, like outstanding. Uh, and finally, um, like right now, I'm playing F1 2016, which is just massively brilliant. Like it's it's everything I want from an F1 game. Um, it's got all the the geeky tire strategies and stuff, <laughs> but, it, but it's also got you know you see Toto Wolf and stuff like that on the on the pit lane, and the people speak to you about your career. And so yeah. That's a that's a short list. Awesome. Um, and then one last question. Um, so Horizon now is like a popular series within itself. Um, were there any nerves though before the first game release with it releasing within like an established IP in Farza? I think uh, n- nervous probably isn't the right word. Um, obviously, like when you make a game, um, you're conscious that. You know, you're the only people that have played it for a long time. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the way we set up development um, means that you know we do a lot of things to make sure the game is as fun as possible. The great thing about Playground is, even though um, Horizon was their first Forza game, it was set up by people who've worked on racing games for 10, 15, even 20 years. So, um, you know, games like Tocker, uh, uh, the old F1 games, Dirt, Grids, like all made by people that work at playground I think those were fantastic racing games so, so quite a bit of pedigree that yeah for me as a, a maybe young naive designer I kind of look up at these people and they're almost like my heroes so yeah. I kind of just had, had confidence in, in them that the game we were making was great and it, it did turn out to be amazing Fantastic. Well, Grant, I want to thank you so much for your time. I was going to wish you all the best for the launch, but we've we've all played the game, and I don't think you know what it's <laughs> ah, going to be. That's so nice. Yeah, it's, no, it's nailed on success, so we can't wait to play it. Yeah. And um, we hope to he catch. Yeah, no, but honestly, thanks like so much for having me. Like, if I would have told six years ago, Grant, that he'd be a <laughs> podcast, he'd be like, what What did I do right to get there? This is, like, <laughs> this is so good. I, I'm, I'm such a massive fan of the site, so it's so great to be here. Thanks oh, so thank much. you so much.
I hope you'll be enrolling for the ultimate head-to-head -head, um, contest and then maybe maybe we'll meet up in a match. I, I, yeah, I, I hope so. My uh, gamer score uh, is a little patchy. I go through like some <laughs> days I get 200 gamer score and then I'll have like four days where I get nothing. So J Join that club. We're, we're all there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Grant. Thanks so much. Cheers.